Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here we go. 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 This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Dawson. I'm Sam Delaney. So what? So what? It's the summer. So what, granddad? So what? And Deal with it. Yeah. It's the summer. Do it. Don't shit yourself. Yeah. So we are... Uh, it's Tuesday now. If you're listening to it and you're not IFS, if you're IFS, you might have had this cheekily on Monday night, but uh, most people will get it Tuesday morning. Sam, you Listen are... to it. I, I like to imagine them... Under their duvets, under their rider downs, with their little torch, listening to yeah. it while their wife sleeps in the next room. Yeah, of course. I didn't realise. My granddad used to have his own room. Who did? My granddad used to have his own bedroom in, like my grand, like him, and I went round and I just thought it was normal because mm. one of my granddads was long dead when I was born, right? So that grandma. She had a setup. She had a domestic setup she, she that had was her separate. Rig. Yeah. She was living. She was living the life of a widow. She had a widow's rig. Yeah. <laughs> right. Which and very nice it was too. I mean, I'll outline that in a future episode. And if any cunters <laughs> want to get in touch with details of their own grandma's grandma rigs or yeah. widow rigs that yeah. they've seen, I'm really interested. Because. Old women often have really good rigs, don't they? Because yeah. they have everything so organised. They've got all their bits and bobs, haven't they? Yeah. Well, my, my they have loads my of bits and was, bobs around them. My grandma became a widow when she when she was about fifty nine, sixty, mm. and so obviously her rig was a widow's rig for a long time, and it was completely yeah. feminine. Same with mine. Yeah. It was completely feminine. It was all pink. Yeah. And you know, yeah. lilac. And, Why wouldn't and, it be? And, yeah. There was no male influence. This, this makes. My grandma was the same, right? She she became a widow um, at a relatively early age, probably about the same, right? Late 50s. And this was like, he, I think my granddad died about five years before I was born. And um, so, yeah, obviously she's got the best part of it. She's got a quarter of her lifetime to work on her widow's rig, right? <laughs> Therefore, <laughs> by the time yeah. she's like in her 80s, the rig is fucking sensational yeah, because she's been finessing it. Yeah. She's been finessing it the whole time. Of course. But um, this makes her sound awful, and she wasn't. You know, I really loved her. But she did have a hard side to her. She was the one who told me never to stay in bed in the morning <laughs> after I'd woken up. She went, as soon as you wake up, bang, out of bed. Get up, get up and I said, dear. why? Yeah. She said, like, "Because if if you stay if you stay in bed, you'll start thinking. Yeah, and there's no good that ever came from thinking. So that, she was like that. that but that, but that's, that's like Gary Neville's catchphrase, isn't it? Attack the deer. That's what he's. That's what is he that says. his catchphrase? Yeah. So you're, yeah, you're, I think he got that off my grandma. Probably. But my grandma, when my granddad died, do you know how she responded? No. She threw out slash burnt every single one of his possessions. <laughs> that's quite right. Telling. Yeah, but she was like." 
she really loved him and she always yeah. spoke to me about him all the time. She thought about him and talked about him only in positive terms mm. the whole time. And yet she had this toughness to her that she thought, well, he's dead now. And so his rig, it, this is no longer a joint rig. rig. <laughs> <laughs> and, and to be honest, I think that what she was thinking was is that if there was any elements or signs of his rig left around, it would only upset her. <laughs> Yeah. So it was best. It was all immediately incinerated. Yeah. Everything, even the photos, all Fuck of it was it chucked. Was he? Was yeah. he? Was he burnt Pretty hardcore. Do you know? Um, <laughs> I don't know. I I think I did. I'm pretty certain he was burnt. Okay. Yeah, he was incinerated because I've been up the Cremie before. No sign of him. And I was thinking about <laughs> earlier. Actually, I was. I went up the Cremie once, and I was still a teenager, and I don't think I'd yet felt i i thought that i hadn't yet felt enough sincere emotion yeah knowing you're like a 17 year old boy and you've got this sneaking suspicion that you're basically just a complete cunt yeah yeah and i thought i don't know if i've ever experienced sincere emotion so we went up the creme me and my mum because it was someone's death anniversary mm. death anniversary and my mum used to like to go up there and lay some flowers but it, i think it was her mum's but uh, Dad's was at the same creme, so I went over on my own, and I right. thought I never met my granddad, but I'm going to share a moment with him now. Yeah, a and I fucking wandered. Yeah, yeah, I wandered over to his little plaque. Yeah, in the crematorium, and I looked at it, and I thought I want to think really hard, really fucking hard about how sad it is that I never met my granddad. <laughs> Right. Yeah, I was trying to connect, but also I was just trying to conjure some sort of sincere emotion in my heart to sort yeah. of try and well my eyes up with tears because I was concerned that I didn't have enough of that in me. You hadn't cried enough. And yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah, it didn't really work. I got bored and just went home in the end. Yeah. But anyway, that's my granddad. But my other grandparents, I didn't know much about from from that side of things. She was, like I said, she had a widow's rig. But when I went round to my other grandparents' house, they yeah. uh, that was when I saw the married grandparent rig up that they had, and right. that was equally. I found that equally as compelling. Yeah. Because my grandmother, she was a sort of matriarchal. She was a scouser who had right. sort of come down south. And she was sort of the boss, as far as I could make out. And she had quite a big double bedroom at the back of the bungalow mm. that was rigged out to her own spec. Yeah. Right? <laughs> um, potpourri, beauty potpourri. products. <laughs> yeah. Like cream. loads of one thing, one big, thing grandmas will always have. Cream. Yes, massive pot of old school face cream. And one thing that grandmas always have is loads of boxes of, like, Kleenex. And sometimes they have the Kleenex box inside a hold, you know, like a case to make it look more attractive. Yeah, of course. She might have had that, I can't remember. But my granddad, who was Irish, he was up. He was up the front of the house by the front door in a little box room. And to me, this was just normal. I just thought, well, this is what old people do. Like, you're not going to, you don't share a bed once you get past 30. Mm. That was probably what I thought, you know. Um, I probably thought, you know, because your genitals probably dry up and fall off around that age and crumble to dust and just wither away. They crumble to dust. I don't know if you've seen Avengers Endgame. 
I haven't but, known. Um, is that what happens in that? It's the way that they all sort of like turn into oh, shit, dust. Yeah, I've seen it, yeah. Yeah. That's what, that's what I, I that, did. That I mean, I didn't think a lot about my grandparents' genitals when yeah. I was a kid. But had I done, that's how I would have pictured them. And had you seen but that suddenly, film? On your thirtieth yeah. birthday, that just sort of disintegrates like all those Avengers do into thin air. <laughs> anyway, so he he had this little box room up the front, and oh, it was fucking out. It was rigged out so well. He had was it like a a, had a granddad books, uh, Yeah, it was a granddad cave. He had quite a lot of football memorabilia books, right. and he had a little TV. And he would sit in an armchair next to his bed, yeah. which I thought was superfluous. I'd just lie on the bed. But it, I suppose that's the only way that he could distinguish between day and night. <laughs> once you're retired, once you're retired, you haven't got you haven't got much to do, have you? And the temptation must be to lie in bed all day. But what he did was probably he'd get up, have a shower, attack the deer, get dressed, put his tie on, put his cardigan on, and then Slippers. make a cup of tea, and then settle down into his armchair next to his bed. And he would watch sport morning, noon, and fucking night, right? Yeah. And he would answer the front door, and he'd go, come in here, come in here. And I'd go in there, and he'd go, sit down, look at this. Have you seen what's happening in the cricket? And I'd be like, I don't know the first fucking thing about cricket. Um, but he wouldn't. he wouldn't let me go. Do yeah. you know what I mean he he would basically grab me, drag me into his ma- into his granddad cave, yeah, and then just make me watch any sport that was on. I mean, football was his favourite, but he'd watch cricket. I think he even watched rugby sometimes. He'd watch fucking anything, and he would lecture you about it really angrily all the way through. But as for contact with his grandma, I never witnessed any at all. Do you think he was? Um, a snorer, possibly, and that's why he was condemned to... I've no idea. I've no idea. I don't know what their setup was. I don't know... Don't yeah, I mean, I look back now and who knows? Who knows? But she, I'm pretty sure she would have booted him out of yeah. the marital bedroom yeah. at some point, and he, because he was a canny bastard, made the best of it. I reckon he would have said, oh, no, oh... Oh, don't be like that, no. Come on, no. We can still make this marriage work on a physical level so we can. And she's gone, hey, no. I'm not having you bothering me in the night with all that nonsense. The thing is, Andy, they had eight kids. They had eight fucking kids. So you you can sort of understand her side of things, can't you? She's gone. might have been all over her like a rush and she she just had enough. Probably. Yeah, well, that's probably the long size of you dirty paddy bastard. Yeah. Keep your fucking rotten hands off of me. I've fucking knocked out eight of those little bastards and I'll be fucked if I'm going to do a ninth. As as far as I was led to believe, I thought them cock and balls were a tainted dust by now. But no, <laughs> you're still at it. Um, unfortunately, they still seem to be in full fucking working order. <laughs> Maybe it works fucking differently in Ireland, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so speak, speaking of crematoriums, I mean, not get, getting back to that. Forgot about the crematorium. He, that was essentially a bedsit that he was living in within the house. Yes. Yeah. He had a bedsit. Yeah. It was. Was he allowed? He had in his any own bedsit, or was he just confined? He, to the bed I sit? didn't see him much. He'd, he'd, he'd occasionally answer the front door <laughs> and give me a little bit of Irish banter, usually yeah. about like West Ham. Crack, he couldn't I get his head around why I supported West Ham and all that so stuff. Was it the crack he used to give you? 
yeah, give me a bit of crack. And then he'd just fuck off back into his room. But right. one thing I do know is that he had all his meals cooked for him oh. by my scouse grandma. So really, well, that was a that's living all right. That was possibly He a had a fucking... You, you keep that fucking yeah. cock and balls away from me and I'll cook you fucking <laughs> a nice pan of scouse now and again. How about that? I'll make you a fucking echoes cake for every time you don't try and have it off with me. <laughs> Getting back uh, to crematoriums. I um I taught my daughter how to ride a bike at our crematorium. Yeah. Why so, did you choose why did you choose the cremate? Uh, because it was near to where we lived and it was a nice flat surface. Yeah. Well tarmacked, well done out, <laughs> and there wasn't well, any traffic coming through. So it seemed like a good idea, and it worked. Just mourners. It worked. Got, but, got you know, in, listen, mate, if she'd crashed in... I got a in, in two sessions. If she crashed into a bunch of mourners, it would have been awful. No, it would have, but it didn't happen, did it? Wouldn't it? But I used to... I, I no, but it was, no, you, you I, were I was taking t- a gamble. I taught her after hours. Last, last one of the day... After morning no, last hours. last one of the day was about 4pm. So then I'd take her up there after yeah. school. Morning, as oh, in morning, yeah. the morning the dead. Well, after... You're not allowed to mourn the dead after 4pm. After 4 morning PM. hours, or, or what do they call it, being condemned to the flames? Hey, hey, stop that fucking morning over there, can't you read? No morning Kids after 4. Ride a bike, oh, yeah? But I've just come to visit the, the the grave of my husband. It's not a fucking grave, it's a crematorium. Fuck knows where his <laughs> dust is. Oh, don't you call them ashes? Dust, ashes, whatever, love. The point is... We don't need any miserable faces here after four o'clock. That's when us workers, the cremy workers, we like to kick back, have a few laughs, play a game of cards, have a couple of drinks. We've been looking at faces like yours all fucking day long. When do we get Plus to relax? Well, after four pm, the kids are out of school and they all come up here riding their bikes round. It's lovely. It's look great to see yeah, such so fun. You, you should, sh- you should shift out for your own good, for your own safety as much as anything. So yeah. Ah, uh, the fucking Kremmy game is not... I mean, it's not easy working nah. up the Kremmy. You know, Len, he's, he's told me categorically that he has no intention of ever learning to ride a bike. Ever. I don't, I don't see And he's seven, he should be riding a bike. I don't see what's wrong with that. He's gone... He, he cannot fathom why I want him to learn so to, ride to ride a bike. Why do you want to ride a bike? He's yeah, like, yeah, why? You've got a good point, Why? Because I thought it'd be fun. You did it. It's a fun thing to do. You did it. Well, like no, because there's loads of kids do it, and I don't want him to like get to an age where all, all the kids out around my neighbourhood, you see them all boys, you see gangs of boys circulating like right. vultures on their bikes. It's actually That's quite intimidating. Thing, um, yeah, but I don't want him to be left out of the gang culture. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like. If, like, say, if you were a parent in yeah. Compton in South Central yeah. LA, what on the one hand it's like, don't join the Bloods mm. or the Crips; they're both bad, and it can only lead to bad yeah. things—prison, death, whatever. But on the other hand, you go, son, I hope you haven't been hanging out with those Bloods and Crips. And he's gone. No, you must be joking. They, they won't even look at me. They, what? They haven't asked you to join? No. Why not? I just think they... I don't know, I'm not yeah. that popular in the neighbourhood. What? The the Bloods? Neither the Bloods nor the Crips? No. Are there any other gangs in this area who aren't, you know, like... Who are more like the Lib Dems in the equation? 
you say the Crips are the Tories, <laughs> the Bloods are Labour. Yeah. Is there one that carry yellow bandanas? No. Yeah, there's a few splinter. To be honest, Dad, I'm just not that into it. Okay, well, I mean, fair enough. But at the same time, could you make more of an effort? Yeah. Maybe if I took you out at the weekend, I could, I've got a few quid. I could, I've got a few quid just coming from from that work I've been doing up the crematorium. <laughs> I could take you out the weekend, buy some new cooler yeah. codes, so the cooler kids might talk yeah. to you more. Dad, I thought you didn't want me to join the gangs. Well, I don't. But it would be. Not, I, I'm a bit worried now. Why they haven't even tried to make you join? I'm worried we'll you're a nerd. We'll buy some new clothes. We'll get you a red bandana. We'll get you a blue bandana. You can carry them in your pocket. And then, when you're near the bloods, mm. just get the little red bandana out and just stand around. And you might just get assimilated in by osmosis. Similarly, with the give blue, it a little wave the blue about bandana and the crips. Yeah. Word of warning, though, son. Don't go into any gay discos with a red and blue bandana sticking out your back because that is code for something that I can only imagine is a horrendous yeah. sex act that you are signalling you are willing to and partake I think in. This might still be true, son, that getting your right earlobe pierced <laughs> instead of your left one also means you're a, a gay boy. So. And one last thing, son. Um, it's not not strictly related, but since we're now sharing quite a lot of important information, you know Marlborough cigarettes. Yeah, well, they're made by the Ku Klux Klan, and and also you know Polo mints. Yeah, they make you fucking sterile. So lay off of them and the Marlboros. Anyway, go on, you get out there. Anyway, let's get back to this bike lesson. <laughs> Jalapeño. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Jalapeño. Yeah, but you know... I don't, you don't want your kids left out of the gangs completely. That's all I'm saying. So learn to ride a bike. Well, I don't but, know. Mixed emotions for me. My my boy's never took to riding a bike. Right. We've had a few goes, and he, he just can't get to grips with it. So, I mean, yeah. you know, I'm not going to judge anybody on that. Yeah. I've told him to find his own way in life. Yeah. Well, Len keeps talking about other modes of transport. That's his rationale. Well, does he want Does he want one of those e-scooters? No, he says, what's wrong with walking or getting a car? Uber. He's like that. He, he only said, I said, it's not just about getting from A to B. It's fun. Fun and frolics. Yeah. He's like, nah. He did the wheelies and stunts and He's that. like, nah, I've got somewhere to go. I'll jump on a yeah. bus, won't I? <laughs> I'll, I'll, get, I'll get an account with the local minicab from. Yeah, it's no problem. And I'll just settle up the end of the month. <laughs> yeah. Hello, Clover Cars. <laughs> I need to go up the street. Just, yeah, just to the other end of my road to meet my friend Max. Yeah. 
It's on account. <laughs> well, anyway, mate, I'm here in my holiday compound in the Isle of Wight, which, as you'll know, yeah. is, to my mind, the, really the capital of the world. Certainly where yeah, I'm... the Saint-Tropez. It's the Saint-Tropez, kind of, uh, yeah. world, anyway. So I got up early this morning, drove down. My mum came with us as well. She owns the compound. Um, I'm now in, in the attic room where I'm allowed to just... Yeah. I'm allowed to do what I want. I mean, I can see you. I can see wood panelling yeah. ceiling, I You think remember it, it from last year? It looks quite yeah, Scandinavian. Think, it looks like a sauna. Yeah, it, it's fucking hot as well. Well, <laughs> I've you know, listen... I've noticed. Have you been on the coins? I've That's been the on the coins. Question. Yeah, I've been on the coins. Got up there round about quite late in the day. I got up on the coins round about four o'clock this afternoon, but I was travelling wow. most of the morning. Got right, to the okay. beach, fell asleep on the beach. Nice. There was Good tensions were running high down on the beach, which is unusual for here in the Isle of Wight. I saw what, a couple am, of people lose their your temper. Or just, or no, just not really amongst the family, but I've seen some. I've seen a few things that. I, just, I thought maybe it's coincidence or maybe all this Brexit business is getting to people and mm. people are in a bad mood. They shouldn't be because today is the first day of coining season. It's a big day for British is, society. Yeah. And yeah. there is a lot of division at the moment, what with Brexit and whatnot. But, I've, you know, if anything can bring us together, it's our shared love as a nation of the national sport of coining. And... Yeah. and um, Today's the first day of the coining season, unless of course, because it's the officially the first proper day of the summer holidays. School ended yeah. last week, but today's the first like weekday and the summer holidays. Unless of course you go, you or your kids are privately educated, in which case your summer holidays probably started about a fucking month ago, because yeah. they can teach you quicker because there's only two of you in each class. But you probably on the downside don't even do the coins you're not even aware of coining season you and if un- you do yeah. if you do you probably do the 10 pence machines which is yeah. not proper coins you got it's fucking posh, posh coins isn't it you, you got private ones where you do pound coins in oh god imagine disgusting. that imagine disgusting. that disgusting um that's what they have uh, you know at the um davos where they all go up a mountain in switzerland all oh, the, yeah. the, the yeah. masters the of the universe apparently yeah. When they're up there for the downtime, when they're not doing talks and seminars and powerpoints, mm. they have these pound coins, coining machines that are just were like. And you'll see the likes of you know Bill Gates or Jeff Bezos or all those yeah. cunts, and they'll be there. Jeff, Jeff Bill Kipps. Bill Clinton will be there. Jeff Capes, <laughs> yeah, he's usually up there. He, he gives a talk every year on strength, <laughs> in a physical strength in a digital world, digital business environment. <laughs> Hello, I'm Jeff Capes, uh, and I'm going to be talking to you about how to be physically strong in a digital <laughs> business environment. In those days of zeros and ones, I'm here to talk to you about how there's still plenty of room for some good old muscle and brawn. <laughs> yeah, people talk to me about Amazon. And all the rest of it, podcasts, iPods, <laughs> listen, right, <laughs> that's all very well, but unless you are able to pull a fucking truck on the end of a rope with your teeth, then you're not going to go fucking far 
in a hostile business environment, are you? Think of it that way. Can you do that, Jeff Bezos? No, I doubt you can. I can. Thank also, you, I'm Jeff Copes. Also, it's very important to diversify. For example, <laughs> I could pull a truck using my teeth, but I also kept budgery guards. And that showed a tender, softer side to me, which I think is a very good lesson for the digital age. Very important in business, especially when it comes to human resources issues. Do you have a tender side, as well as great physical power? In my I'm the character from the Bible. In all of my business dealings over the years, in the various corporations that I have founded, Jeff Court. Jeff Capes Industries. <laughs> Jeff Tech. Foundation. Yeah. All of them. I have always used a carrot and stick approach. I would intimidate my staff in the morning with displays of awe-inspiring physical strength. Lifting boulders, for example. Or throwing gigantic trucks. Throwing gigantic tyres what have come off of juggernauts. Throwing them all around in a field or out in a car park. But then in the afternoon, while they were feeling all scared and intimidated, I would invite them into the boardroom and show them, watch, make them watch me tending to my birds. Gently. Carefully. Tenderly. And they would see... That I was a strong man, but I was also a man with love in my heart. And that pushed them... <laughs> and that pushed them to do their very best for me. Which is what is important when you are managing a team. <laughs> Any questions? <laughs> yes, you, Bill Gates. <laughs> Hi. I lo First of all, I'm a big fan... And I love what you have achieved in business and in the world of strength. Thank you. Get to the question. Well, as you can see, although I subscribe to... I've read all of your books and I subscribe to all of your teachings. You can see by looking at me, I am physically very weak. I am a weakling. Yes, you are. You look very weak. <laughs> and that's always presented a problem for me. Yes, I'm not surprised. Do you get picked on or not? <laughs> At the Billionaires Club. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do, yeah. Those guys flush my head down the toilet. They take my pocket money. You know, it's uh, it's it's not good. Yeah, well, what do you eat? What do you eat? First of all, you got you got to put you got to pack on a lot of weight before you can turn that into muscle. Like when I was a kid, I ate a lot of jam sponges. Then my mum would make me. I ate tons and tons and tons of KP peanuts. The, the, t kilos of them. I'd just I eat to, peanuts and sponge. Custard. I used to drink custard out of a jug. <laughs> like, it was, like it was milk. I'm sorry, I'd drink it like it was going out of fashion. Do you know what custard is, Bill Gates? No, I do not. I have not heard of custard. Custard is called custard. Yeah, well, you want to get get one of your butlers to get you some. Get birds custard. Really nice. And just get drinking that. And then next you come back, you pile on a bit of weight. Then I'll start teaching you how to turn that 
fat into muscle like what I did. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Jeff Kipps there at uh, Jeff at Davos. Kipps at, at Davos on the coins. Yeah. Anyway, I yeah. got on the coins and I took the kids up there and I've actually got a video of me um, limbering right. up and getting shoving my first coins of the season in. Yeah, and um, it didn't go that well. I don't know what it was. I just wasn't no. feeling right. You know, when you go out sometimes for golfers like you, Andy, mm. I'm sure it's the same. You go out on a golf course, and you probably ju- you know before you even hit your first ball with your stick that you're not. Yeah, you're thinking I'm not feeling it, and that was it. I, do you know what? I changed up quite a lot. I got I was excited because it was the first day, so I changed up quite a lot of coins. I had a big pot. And uh, I just started shoving them willy nilly. I was I was using the Dawson technique, Dawson like method, big, yeah, big style. Fire. I was rapid firing it, and for the first couple of sessions, I sort of made back <laughs> probably round about fifty percent of what I invested, which yeah. in coins terms is not bad, is it? That's pretty I mean, good. The thing about coins, it's not like any other type of investment, is it? Because what you're getting it's out of it is joy. Win. It's not about, it's not about it's not winning. It's not about profit, is it? You, it but at the same the time, I keep half an eye on the speed with which I'm losing my money. I don't like it to be too mm. quick because I like to extend the pleasure of coining. It was going all right. Then I um, oh, switched, I switched uh, coin machines. Did, did no, you win any no prizes? prizes. Nothing there was dropped. no prizes. There was a... There was one... I switched machines specifically because a particular prize caught my eye. I'd gone for the first uh, machine on the basis mm. that the coins really looked like they were teetering and ready for a big payout. Yeah. It's not that... Not the best reason looking back because they often trick yeah. you, don't they? But um, there were yeah, so many of them. It was like there the was an avalanche. I was just one coin away from causing an avalanche. It didn't work out. So then I caught, uh, uh, another one Cut caught greedy. my eye. And it was, um, and there was a little rubber duck, mini one, and the yeah. but the duck was dressed in the costume of a sort of a, a U.S. Army general. And oh, nice! Yeah, caught my eye. I thought I like that. It's quite near yeah. the front. I'm gonna fucking Your switch my energies. Thought. I'm gonna switch yeah, my energies yeah. to that machine there. So yeah. I went hard. No dice. The duck barely moved a millimeter. And that was a pound's worth of two pence pieces. Fuck. And the duck was going fucking nowhere. And then, you know when the coins start to get you angry, you become convinced that the, the travellers have super glued the coins underneath discreetly so they won't move. That's quite an accusation. But, yeah. Don't t- it crosses community. everyone's mind. crosses everyone's mind and yours. You're just well, scared I mean, of I the travelling community. Ago, I, said, I said a minute ago then that they glued them to the ledge, but I never mentioned the travelling community. Yeah, uh, well... Well, fuck it. I mean, they know what they've done. You said it now. You said it now. Fine. All right. Put a curse on me then. Yeah. Have so, you ever been cursed? In in Round Common Garden Station when I was a kid, if I ever went up to the West End for a bit of, you know, mucking about. This and that. Yeah. Uh, this and that. There used to strutting be... Strutting around. Str- bit of strutting. There was some... Yeah. Uh, there was quite often... I mean, you got them everywhere, but I always remember them at that particular train station... There was a couple of gypsy ladies selling heather. And they'd come up and they'd say, buy some heather. And they'd sort of be nice. But if you said no, right, they got aggro. And one time I said no and she carried on trying to 
like talk to me and I got a bit nervous oh, I don't want to talk to the gypsy no more I've only come up to town to do a bit of this and that and strutting you put me right off my strut and I turned my back and do you know what she said true right she went never turn yeah. your back on a gypsy oh yeah. yeah I pretty much fucking ran away I just uh, fucking darted did, for did it. Life, did life just get shit straight after that? Or do you think it'll get I'm, shit I think about that. Gi- I think about that gypsy curse a lot when things aren't going coming. right for me. Yeah. I think that'll be well, the fucking same, curse again. Serves you right, I suppose. Well, you should have... Uh, you should have... You should what, have for turning my the back on respect. Her? Yeah, you should have paid her the kind of respect you paid your, your burnt granddad up with the creme. <laughs> it's not the same, mate. Well, I, I was being intimidated is. into buying some fucking heather by a gypsy, trying well, to communicate f- from beyond the grave with my fucking dead grandfather. Is a whole different kettle well, of fish. You, you, you've made your bed. You have to lie in it. That's all I've got to say. So a bad day yeah. on the coins, then. Let's bad just day say on a slow start. It, you, you don't always hit peak coins on the first day of the season, do you? No, of course you don't. You know, of course you don't. It's, no, it's I, a little I, I, bit. You'll I'm not going to let it put me off my stride, mate. No, don't, I won't let don't it put me off my stride. No, don't I've got, good, t- good, I've th- got th- a full fucking seven days coining ahead of me. Just get back up there tomorrow, maybe about 11 o'clock. Once you've yeah. had a good breakfast, good night's sleep, try yeah. and get a good night's sleep. Don't yeah. toss and turn worrying about it. And just, just let it let it come. Let it happen. It will do. Yeah. The thing is, I yeah, I think I overthought it today. And tomorrow, I'm just going to try and go back to natural coining. Total coining. You've total coining, a bit like t- total well, that's coin what won me the predictions league, wasn't it? It's exactly it's I, what won it for you. It's when yeah. I switched off my rational brain and just went yeah. with my gut. That's exactly it. Mm. Well, I wish you the best of luck with it. Cheers, um, mate. Th- th- that's that's it for this episode of the uh, Tuesday mailbag delve episode. We didn't get around to reading any emails or tweets or letters, unfortunately. But you know, that's that's how it is sometimes. That's how it is sometimes. That's you life. did get you did get Jeff Capes at. Davos, and that's the most important thing. Yeah, that's what it's all about, really. It's a shame because um, there we'll are be some back. good messages coming in, but we'll um, save and them we'll for another day. Them. We'll, yeah. we'll just record more episodes. We'll get round to them. Don't yeah. worry about it. Yeah. No one's going to yeah. get missed out. Right, thanks for listening, and it's a new Keegan tomorrow, hopefully. Um, yeah, thanks, everyone. Pull some away from the coins. Yeah. Thanks. All right. Yeah, goodbye. Love you, everyone. Bye. Buy the merch, buy the tickets. Thank you. Bye. It's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.